Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, mama, and spiritual soul seeker. Each week, this podcast will bring you interviews, stories, and mentoring so you can truly know your value, know your worth, and elevate all areas of your life. Let's rise together. Welcome to episode nine. In this episode, I chat with Caitlin Winkley. Caitlin is a peak performance coach and she really knows her stuff. She works with high-level entrepreneurial women and helps them create massively successful businesses. And in this episode, we talk a bit about getting unstuck and how it takes a perspective shift and letting go of limiting beliefs. And we also go a little bit into how creating your business isn't an overnight thing. Sometimes it's a real slow burn and it was such an amazing conversation and I can't wait to share it with you. So let's go. Hi, Caitlin. Um, Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm so happy and grateful that you are here today. Um, How are you? Hi, Mala. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here with you. And um, firstly, just before we we jump in, I'd love to know how you start your day. How I start my day? Yeah. Well, I actually set a new intention in the year 2020 and how I've been starting my day most recently is with a 10 to 20 minute guided meditation. Oh, beautiful. That's so lovely. I love meditating in the morning. Um, And so you're a a coach and you're um you're re- you're currently in a transition to shifting to peak performance coach um yep. so what compelled you to become a coach well many years ago um i was just feeling a lot of internal pain low self esteem a lack of confidence And through my own journey on working on overcoming my own internal challenges, I then felt called to help others uh, to do the same. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, And what's your mission? Um, Gosh, that's a big question. Just in general for life? Yeah, Yeah, and your coaching? Well, I work with women. I work with women who are already doing pretty good in life, um, but they really just want to take their life to the next level and they might feel Mm -hmm. stuck or feeling like they have a mental block and they don't really know how to navigate to the next level. So I help them uh, do that. Beautiful. Um, And so tell me about getting unstuck. How do you help people with that? Well, the definition of stuck is being unable to move or change a situation. So Mm -hmm. we remain attached. Mm -hmm. And in order to uh, be able to move, we need to have a perspective shift on the situation. So what, what, what keeps us stuck is a belief that ties us to the current dynamic or the current situation. And once we're able to have a perspective shift on that belief system, then we are able to get unstuck and move beyond the dynamic. Mm. 
And can you give me an example of um, like you can say like everyday life for like someone, how you would help them with that? Sure. So typically um, the people that I work with, they're experiencing a pattern in their life maybe that just keeps repeating over and over again. Mm -hmm. And they can't really figure out why does the same thing keep happening to me? Um, So an example would be to look at um, their original blueprint, their programming that got set up in childhood that um, set them up to have the pattern that they're engaging in today. So we would look at that programming and I would have them evaluate um, the belief that is underneath the pattern. So we don't have a pattern unless we have a belief system that keeps the pattern there. So mm-hmm. through examining the, the blueprint, the programming, because it all goes on, um, on an unconscious level, then you are able to start to move beyond it. Mm. Um, and do you think, because I feel like there's a lot of people that kind of feel stuck but may not even be aware of it do you know do you do you notice that happening for people like not realizing what's what's keep even keeping them stuck yeah I would say that if somebody doesn't know they're stuck then they wouldn't feel stuck so it's only once they say I don't like what's going on in my Mm -hmm. life um then there's an opportunity to shift it otherwise um you know, chances are it wouldn't be a problem for them, or at least not an identified one. But mostly um, people that are stuck, they might not know why they're, they can feel stuck, but they don't know why they are. Yeah. And can you speak to that a bit? Um, like helping, helping people uncover the why, like, I think for me, I, know that I felt really stuck and really confused in different areas of my life and you know um often for me it's been in career and being confusion um and do you think it's really important for people to like find the clarity first um and dive really deep into that uh what would you say about that um you mean clarity in terms of why they feel stuck? Yeah, like um, the, I guess you, you spoke about going back to the, the patterns and the, maybe there's a trauma or a trigger that's occurred for them. Um, and then once they've identified that and you pull in like the limiting belief or whatever's come up for them, then trying to articulate this in a way and my mind's going a bit um everywhere but yeah like the limiting belief what would you from there what would you once they've identified that what would be the next steps well it would be to replace it with a belief that is more helpful to the goal that they're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. and what if they don't initially believe it believe like the, the new, new belief like so how, yeah um so you have to start finding evidence 
in your life already to support the new belief. So what happens is you have a limiting belief and you've gathered up years and years and years of evidence to support the limitation. Mm -hmm. So you think it's true because everywhere you look, that belief is getting reinforced that it's true for you. Mm -hmm. So you have to find, like I was saying before, um, in the original programming that gets set up when we're a child, um, mm -hmm. all of this happens really young by about the age of seven, and then it starts to get reinforced from that point on. Um, so you, you have to find in your original programming where that belief got set up, identify it. Um, and now once you've identified its origin, you can see, oh gosh, like this is totally a personal lie that I've been buying into. And then you can zoom out, take a bird's eye view and look at how your whole life you built up a whole case of evidence to support that personal lie. And now you get to work on turning it all around, which is if this isn't true, then what could be true instead? And that's up to us to determine what's true because the only thing that makes something true is our belief in it. So you can literally believe whatever you want and it will be true for you. It's up to us. That's why they say that uh, the world is full of infinite possibilities because we get to create our own reality in that regard. So to answer your question, what if you don't feel the new belief that you want to shift into feels true for you yet? Well, I feel like you don't want to start too far. So mm -hmm. if you're totally broke and the new beliefs, like I want to be a millionaire, that, that might be a big stretch, right? <laughs> but you could start a little bit smaller than that for sure. Yeah. And then work your way up step by step. But to find a replacement belief, what you have to do is you have to shift your gaze. So you have to shift to finding evidence that exists in your life already to support the new belief that you are working on. And the evidence can be so simple and so small. All we're doing is just getting you to start to change your reference point. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I'm a big, um, big believer in incremental steps and little steps and just building up something like bit by bit because then when you have that new belief or that new goal you can get to that and then go to the next one and the next one and the next one so yeah that really really resonates um and what kind of benefits can you get from getting unstuck and you know I feel like that's kind of like it can be getting out of your comfort zone as well um which can seem scary and daunting but I like what kind of benefits can you get from doing that? I mean, you can get every single benefit that you could imagine. That's what I believe. Because I think we live in, like I said, a world of unlimited potential, unlimited possibilities, infinite solutions. We live in a very creative universe. So any way that you want to feel unstuck, you can. So personal life, business life, health, fitness, um, monetarily, relationships, every area. Mm. Your life will improve in every area, whatever area you want to focus on um, through the process that I described of reprogramming your limiting beliefs, you will experience a benefit. Mm. And do you, have you noticed patterns of, say, if someone's unstuck in one area of their life or stuck in one area of their life, do you notice that they're generally stuck in different domains or areas of their life or can it be um, kind of isolated to one domain? 
I think we have core wounds that kind of inform our stuckness, if you will, and everybody's core wound is going to feel different. So if one person maybe struggles with abandonment, someone else might not, but maybe they struggle with speaking up at work. So mm -hmm. it just really um, is unique to the person and unique to their original programming that's going to determine the area that's keeping them stuck. Mm, yeah. Um, and what hurdles have you personally faced and how have you overcome them? Oh gosh, a lot. And, and it's ongoing. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, it's a lifelong process, but some big ones I would say pertaining to self-worth, um, just simply feeling like I wasn't good enough. Um, and that would show up in terms of career a lot, um, and my work. Um, and you know, that's them from my kind of original programming being led to believe that and then finding evidence to support that personal lie. And then coming to the realization that, you know, worth is inherent. It is not dependent upon anything external. And something interesting starts to happen there is when you tap into your inherent worth, you actually start to get external reinforcement around it because you feel internally inherently worthy. So that's going to prompt you to show up and engage in your life differently. And as a natural side effect of that, you're going to actually just get different external results, which make you even feel worthier. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I um, and I love like I've we, we've known each other for quite quite a long time now, and um, I've witnessed your journey like in your career like unfold and just like it's been that beautiful like layer upon layer and layer and layer um and it's so inspiring <coughs> sorry i've got a frog in my throat um yeah it's been so inspiring to watch how you have like just grown and yeah shifted into this powerful powerful career because it's it's thriving um and I appreciate that. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. And like you said, you have seen me at the very, very beginning of my life coaching to yeah. now. And it's really cool. It is really cool. Um, and what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Um, I'm inspired by a lot of things. I'm inspired by people who are kind of paving the way. Um, who have a little more time on me in terms of like within my industry, who are leading the way, paving the way and doing big things, putting themselves out there, being courageous, taking risks, um, showing up when there's no guarantee of an outcome, um, saying things that feel true to them, but might not, you know, be a popular view. I'm just really inspired by people in my career who are showing me how it's done on a big scale. Mm. Um, and what are you curious about right now? I'm curious about um, giving my all and what's going to come of that. I mean, that's obviously, again, a lifelong journey, but I'm always taking my personal and professional life to the next level. And I'm curious to, to continue to watch my journey and what's going to unfold as I continue to bring everything to the next level. Mm. 
Um, yeah. And what would you say to the version of yourself that's just starting out? If you were going to, um, yeah, speak to her from now about your journey or some advice. You just got to keep going. I mean, it's so simple, but it's not talent that creates success. It's really not because there's a lot of talented people in the world who just give up. And there's a lot of people who are good, you know, but maybe they're not the best in the world, but they show up day in and day out. They work hard. They uh, keep scaffolding on new skills, show up and they don't feel like it. Uh, or there's, you know, a roadblock or a rejection or they're told a no and they just keep going until they get that yes and they work their way around every obstacle. Those are the people that are crushing it, that are wildly successful. So again, it's not talent. It's the ability to keep going. Mm, I'm so glad you pointed that out too because I feel that there's such a, a wide stream thing of saying that it's like overnight success and it just happens. And um, Oh, I don't believe in that at all. Yeah. So I'm really <laughs> glad you pointed <laughs> I'm really glad you pointed that out because to some to so many um I think a lot of people listening would feel like it's it, they they could never do it because they don't have the skills or they don't know what to do. Um and but it, you can find all that out. You know that's the beauty is you might not have the skill and you might not know what to do. But part of not giving up is you develop the skill and you Google what to do, or you ask someone who's done it ahead of you, what, how did you do it? Or you, as you know, you hire a coach. Um, so anyway, I wanted to add, but go on. No, I'm glad, like, feel free to riff on that. I think that's so important. I feel like that really, that can come into that getting unstuck because I think um, there can be a lot of confusion sometimes. Uh, if it's something around business, but even personal life or even, um, you know, anything like the limiting belief or the idea that um, it's too confusing or it's too much or you have to, it, it should be easy because all these people are like succeeding in or making like $10,000 in their business, for example, in a month. Um, and I think that can be, that's a real myth that can hold people back and keep well look stuck. yes but we don't know what goes on behind the scenes for anybody all we're if you're referring to you know like maybe social media mm -hmm. um all you're seeing is a snapshot of somebody's life or business so mm -hmm. you're not seeing the full picture you don't know what it took to get that 10k month you don't know the years behind um that took like the years behind what i mean by that is like the, the past struggles, the challenges they had to overcome, the early mornings they woke up when they didn't feel like it, the mindset shifts that were required, um, and so on. So I just think, you know, judging it on this snapshot that they just woke up and there's 10K in the bank account, it, it, it's just not true. Mm, yeah, no, I love that. I totally, totally agree. Um, and so what's, I've got a few like kind of quickish questions now. Um, I'd love you to just answer in like a sentence or two or a few words. Um, so 
So what's your favorite book and why? My favorite book is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And um, I think it's just my favorite book because I, I went to um, Kinko's, which here in the U.S. is like an office store. And um, they like, they laminated it and then they put rings around it. So I can, like, kind of like a textbook. Um, so I converted it into, yeah, like a textbook because I have it on hand at all times. I think it's, you know, in my nightstand right now. I refer to it quite often because it's an easy read. I think Louise Hay is kind of the mother of self-help here in the Western world. And um, she's a real pioneer bringing these concepts here um, when they're quite unheard of in her, during her time. Mm. And um, she's just a spiritual teacher of mine that I deeply respect that I got into her work at quite a young age um, and it inspired my work. Yeah, I heard that's the first self-help book I ever read. For you? Yeah. No way. I never knew that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was. Someone I was. I was feeling really stuck. I was in a really lost place in my life, um, partying too much and confused. And I just needed some guidance and someone recommended it to me. So, wow. Yeah, That's I know. super cool. I never knew that. Yeah. I, I love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and room, desk or car, which would you clean first? Uh, I'd clean my room first. Mm-hmm. Um, and what profession other than your own would you love to attempt? Oh, man. Oh, uh, gosh. That's a tough one because I just love what I do so much <laughs> that I, I would never want to change careers. So it would be like <laughs> this, which would be like writing or speaking, um, you know, maybe having like a show on TV, like an interview type of self-help thing some offshoot of what I already do, I think. Yeah. Um, and on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? Oh man. I mean, I'm pretty weird. <laughs> I'd, I'd say like an 8.5. Yep. Um, and if you could remove all barriers and constraints, what project would you love to work on and be known for? I'd like to be known for helping women overcome their self-imposed mental barriers that keep them um, from being who they really feel they're called to be in the world, that keep them stuck. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the best compliment you ever received? Hmm. You get, you um, many. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it would probably have to do with just my courage or vulnerability in terms of not being afraid to share parts of my life that are really challenging mm -hmm. um, or could be open to judgment because um, they don't like maybe fit with the cultural norms. So just being told I'm courageous. Mm. And because you've shared some amazing, like really scary things in the past over the years that, yeah, yeah. really have helped a lot of people. The feedback was beautiful. Um, and what is one thing your work has done for a client that you didn't expect? 
Hmm. So much um, that I didn't expect. That's an interesting question there. I would say the rapidness that can come from um, when you shift a belief, how rapid your life can reorchestrate itself to mm -hmm. match that new belief, sometimes so quick. Um, so sometimes that's unexpected. Mm. And what does elevating your life and soul mean to you? Doing things that you've never done before. So um, when I think of elevate, I think of like moving to the next level. Mm -hmm. And if you want to move to the next level or have a result that you haven't gotten before, then you have to do something that you've never done before. You have to believe in yourself in a way that you've never believed before. And then you have to match that with an action that you haven't engaged in before. Oh, I love that. I really, really love your take on that. Um, and before I, I get into what you're offering and how people connect with you, I'd love to know, is there anything you wish I'd asked, but I didn't? Uh, maybe what a peak performance coach is. Yeah. So please share. Share with me that. Okay. So I've been honing in on my specialty as a coach. Um, I'm in my seventh year of coaching now in 2020. And I started off just as kind of a generalized life coach. But as I've traveled down my career journey, I got more specialized and I started honing in on the clientele that is really attracted to me. And they are women who are very driven. Um, they're doing okay, pretty good in life. Um, but like I was telling you earlier, they really want to reach their next level in whatever area. Um, so a peak performance coach, a peak is the highest point. That's what that means. And it's also a lifelong journey. So every time we do something that we've never done before, we reach a new personal peak. So it's ongoing. So I'm helping these women reach new personal peaks. And that's on a small scale, meaning small that this, this is going on all the time. And then there's big peaks that they're reaching, which are more grand, which is um, they keep bumping up against the same place, the same belief, the same pattern over and over. And then they're finally able to step over the threshold, reach their edge and step over and get on the other side of it. So that would be like a bigger example of somebody stepping into their peak so it's big and small and um someone who is a peak performer i would say it's a certain way that they're committed to engaging in their life so a few examples of that would be you know they're, they're self-reflective individuals um they're constantly pushing themselves to their edge and really wanting to step over they're working with their mindset they're evaluating when they feel a trigger where does this come from owning their stuff um, having difficult conversations, you know, working on diet and fitness. I mean, the whole nine. So anyway, that's kind of a, a little snippet of peak performance coaching. Mm, amazing. That's incredible. And what are you currently offering right now? Um, and how can people connect with you? Yeah, so people can connect with me at CaitlinWinkley.com or CaitlinWinkley on Instagram or Facebook. And all new clients who work with me go through my eight-week coaching program. 
and I kind of described what I do. So it should be pretty self-explanatory, helping people get unstuck, move to their next level, look at their old blueprint, reprogram, move beyond the mental blocks that have been holding them hostage, um, and uh, start existing in a new way. And I also offer a life coach training for people who are interested in becoming a life coach. Um, they can get certified through my training. It's a six month training and half of the training is designed to uh, teach them exactly how to coach others. And then the other half of the training is once they know how to coach others, I teach them how to go, then go on and create an actual life coaching business. So it's a pretty comprehensive training. Amazing. And is that, um, do you have set intakes for that through the year or is it open all year? Yeah, it's, I have open periods. Um, so right now, um, I don't have it open. Um, cause I have some other things I'm working on, but it'll be open again later in the year. Not sure awesome. when, but there's a wait list. So if you go oh, to my amazing. website, just put um, your email. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll link all this stuff in the show notes as well, the, how to connect with you and um, yeah, people can follow you on Instagram and then they'll know as well when things, when it opens up again. So thank you so much. I, I loved having you on here and I, I always love our chats. Yeah, um, me too. They're amazing. So yeah, I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you really soon. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Mala. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, please give it an honest review on iTunes and let me know what you loved and what you want more of. Your feedback helps me truly elevate the show into something that really serves you and allows me to keep pouring my heart and soul into it. This is for you. Let's rise together. And remember, know your value, know your worth. I love you, beautiful soul.